0: Swamiji, did Yogananda encourage students and disciples to study the lives of saints? He did indeed. The lives of saints, mind you, he said, don't read all saints. Many people have been made, declared saints by the Catholic Church, for example, who are not the perfect example. They, he said, only those who are in our line. And then he mentioned St. Francis, Teresa of Avila, Augustine, and uh, there are none of them in our line. So what did he mean? Yeah. They mean? He meant those who commune with God, those who make God communion their ideal, not just serving people. It isn't enough to be called a saint just because you've helped other people. You're, you'll always have poor people, and it's good to help them. But if you help them and don't think about God, one thing that worried me, worries me still about Mother Teresa. In Calcutta, I met her. She's a fine person, but she made the statement that I cannot relate to. She said, I have never known joy. I think she must have known joy. But if she didn't, then she's not a true saint. Because you, God is bliss. You can't serve God and not feel his bliss. You've got to reach the point where you feel that you're an instrument of that bliss. Otherwise, you can't be a saint. A saint is not somebody who just pats a little children on the head and helps those old ladies across the street. He isn't somebody who does good. Jesus said, the poor ye have always. You've got to do it in God's name. You've got to Sainthood is directing energy toward God, and if you think that helping people without God is going to um, be enough, it won't be enough. If you give somebody food, uh, uh, give somebody food to eat. By evening, if you gave it in the morning, he'll be hungry again. If you give him money, he may be able to buy several meals. If you give him a job, then he'll be able to earn his own food. But if you do give him a job and he does earn his own food and he makes all the money he wants, he still won't be happy. Mm -hmm. And so we've got to understand that the goal of everything finally has to be to know God, to have money, to have power, to have possessions, to have all the things that people want. Without God, it's still being on a desert. It's got to be. Sainthood has to include the thought of Swami, so, so it seems like the lives of saints are often filled with suffering, and I don't know if that's well, just because we focus on that, or if it's also... I remember something Saint Teresa of Avila said. She said, a sad uh, nun is a bad nun. <laughs> and Saint Francis de Sales said, a sad saint is a sad saint indeed. <laughs> you can't be really suffering if you really are a saint. Yes, your body suffers. I remember I mentioned this in a recent talk. I was in the intensive care unit in uh, Pune in India. And they had wires and tubes and they did a complete uh, change of all my liquids in the body. And uh, I was near death and some people thought I would perhaps not make it. And doctors would come to me and nurses would come to me in the morning, you know, they always do. And how are you? I said, wonderful. I was not attached to that. I remember I had double pneumonia in in, uh, India. And this doctor came to my room. And usually in such a case, what does the doctor do? He asks you, how can he help you? He said, sir, can you help me? (laughs) And I didn't know what he... I said, well, I can try. And he said, well, I have a son in college in Canada, and i how can I make ends meet and uh, um, s- still be dharmic, still do all, not cut a few ethical corners? And I said, I've learned in my life that when I am ethical, everything works. I have to be ethical first. Where there is dharma, there is success. There is victory. There is... Fulfillment. Well, he, I, I was not in a fit condition to declare that statement with power, and he left the room feeling very unconvinced. But the next day, my cook brought me my own food because I didn't really care for the hospital food, and uh, I said, Leela, I should write a course on how to succeed dharmically. And the afternoon, Somebody, Kesheva, came to replace her so she could go and make my dinner. And I said, Kesheva, get, get a paper and pen and write these things down. I wrote the full outline of the entire course, 26 lessons, and I wrote the outline of the first lesson, and all this while I had double pneumonia. You don't have to be touched by what your body does. But uh, a saint doesn't go through suffering in the same way that somebody who's identified with his body goes through it. He just accepts it. He doesn't take it all that seriously. And uh, there was one man uh, who was telling me about a brother monk. This was a monk telling me. And the brother monk, uh, would, he would ask the brother monk, he was on his deathbed, how are you feeling? Thanks God, I feel terrible. Well, he I think there was something missing there. <laughs> Can you tell us the story of the Sufi saint, Rabia? Oh yes. Um, That was an interesting story. She was uh, very old and she had disciples and they came to her and were trying to convince her because she was ill. And one of them said, well, he is no true saint as he is no true lover of God who isn't happy to suffer for God's sake. And she said, well, something more than that is needed. So the second one said, well, uh, no, the first one said, is not willing to suffer for God's sake. So the second one said, he is no true lover of God who is not happy to suffer for God's sake. And she said, even that is not enough. So all three of them said, well, Mother, then you tell us, what is the sign of a true lover of God? And she said, "He he is no true lover of God who does not forget his suffering in the contemplation of the Beloved. So this is the sign of a true saint. Do you think that Saint Bernadette would have been one that Yogananda would recommend that we study? I think so. But on the other hand, we don't know much about her life. All we know is that she had that vision, that she was able to take suffering so well at the end of her life. That's a wonderful example. There... Uh, the fact that she was certainly, you can't, the master said, living for God is martyrdom. Saintly people are persecuted. They're misunderstood. One reason for that misunderstanding is that people just can't, they don't know how to deal with somebody who doesn't have any motive except helping other people. They say you've got to have motives. You can't live without motives. The fact that you won't tell us what your motives are, means that they must be dark motives, mm-hmm. and so they don't understand saints. Jesus was persecuted, everybody is persecuted. If they start living for God, and if they don't think what's in it for me, people can't figure those people out. And uh, so, yeah, there's that persecution that is bound to come. And Saint John of the Cross also was very persecuted. He was very persecuted, and uh, one time St. Teresa of Avila was uh, in her old age she was wanting to found new monasteries and she was just crossing a bridge crossing a river on a horse it was a winter time and the river was in spate and the river swept her horse away and she her nuns thought well she's drowned suddenly she found herself on the other bank and her clothing was dry and Jesus was standing before her and he smiled, and he said, don't feel too badly, Teresa. This is how I treat all my friends. And she had already went. She said, no Lord, no wonder you have so few, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true that if you live for God, you will be persecuted. Not only persecuted, you will have... Uh, you see, you put, the stronger you are, the more God gives you your karma to work out. And you'll have many sufferings and so on, but you won't see them as suffering. They'll just be things you go through. So attitude is everything then. Attitude is everything. It really is. You know, conditions in this world are neither, they're neutral. It's how we take them that makes them seem harsh or beneficial. So even suffering... If you take it in the right spirit, it doesn't it doesn't even hurt that much. You know, when a child falls down, it often will look up to see whether it should cry. If you say, "Come on, Johnny," you'll know, just get up and not think about it. But if you, "Oh, poor Johnny," you'll start crying. And so it is when you think you should cry, you do cry. When you think you should be suffering, you should suffer. Uh, that's not entirely true. People can say this really does hurt when this broken wrist that I have, or whatever it might be. But, uh, no, I don't have a broken wrist. <coughs> but uh, if they have the right attitude, then their suffering is much, much less. How do we get the right attitude, Swamiji? Well, I say do it deliberately. I think that another thing is to learn to be even, but, uh a little pain is not that bad. Train yourself to have, to become tough. Don't, don't let, there was one time Yogananda was talking about when he they were climbing trees as children. one child um, had, came down the tree and his whole front was ripped. He, he came down in a hurry because his mother told him to come back. And his mother was, he was a tough little fellow. But his mother was pretty mean, too. And instead of feeling sorry for him, she just gave him a good beating. Well, he, he, when, he, when he hurt himself, he'd say, what are you looking at? Nothing. He, he, had, he was tough. We have to learn to become tough. Titiksha, they call it in, in Sanskrit. Endurance. This is one of the qualities we need to develop to become even-minded in the face of difficulty. And if you can do that, if, you, if mental suffering, losing all your money, losing all your everything, don't, don't let anything touch you. You still have your life to live. You still exist. You can build your life again. Don't, let, don't jump out a window because you've suddenly lost everything in the stock market crash. And you'll find that, that if you do that, you can become even-minded all through life, and be happy in yourself always. It's a very important quality. The <clears throat> it doesn't hurt to take a cold shower sometimes. It doesn't hurt to eat food that isn't tasty. It doesn't hurt to let your body be a little pain, and be aloof from your body, you are not this body.